Comedy Podcast Network. We are your hosts, Scott Narver, Steve Sears. Oh, we're here. We are comedians living in Hollywood, uh, living the life, living the dream, and loving professional wrestling. Living it, loving it, living it and loving it up. Yep. This is the funniest uh, wrestling podcast you will hear on the air. Today. Today in the air. If you listen to a comedy podcast, if you listen to one comedy podcast uh, today, and it was us, it would be the funniest comedy podcast you heard today. Yep. Yeah. All true. You, you're living in a dimension of averages. You know what else is average? Uh, I would have to say my reading experience every day. I would say that too. That's exactly what I was going to say. You know what's below average? What's that? My reading capacity. Good. Jeez, I feel like we're really building up to something. We are, because today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Scott, congratulations. Thank you, as well as you. Thank you. Thank you. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com slash comedy podcast network. A free audiobook? What? I'm sure they don't have any selection. Steve, they got over 100,000 titles to choose from. Libros de Sound? Yep, they got that book as read by uh, Sam Shepard. Excellent. He's got a wonderful voice. Uh, You can put these on your iPhone, your Android, your Kindle, or your MP3 player. Or you could put it on your iTunes and then do it through your stereo system, put them on tape, and listen to it in your car on your tape deck. Yep, if you have a really crappy old car. That's true. I I, I don't have a radio. My radio (laughs) radio wasn't even stolen. I had to take my radio out because it was killing my car because it was improperly installed and it shorted out the battery. And you know what makes great road trip music? What's that? Audiobooks that no, are free. Oh, you ska, you. I am ska. You ska. Uh, so it's free. Go get your free audiobook download. Why are you waiting? Oh, because you're listening to this podcast? Fair enough. Then go get it. Yeah, hey, you can listen to this and have a good time and enjoy comedy, but you can also enjoy the great comedies, the divine comedy, Dante Alighieri's The Inferno. Hilarious. 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 <laughs> And that one's read by Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, that one. That one's top notch. That that one and everybody go to fucking sleep or whatever it is. The what? The children's book that's uh, read by Sam Jackson. Yeah. All right, y'all motherfuckers, y'all go to fucking sleep. Actually, that's probably on there. That's what you should get. Yeah, go to. Don't forget to get that for uh, the Christmas time for your little ones. Yeah, for your little ones for the Christmas time. Uh, we have each and every week. There's always so much to talk about uh, in the world of wrestling because it's crazy. It's a crazy world. You know, a lot of people think it's a professional circus. I think it's a professional circus. <laughs> I think it's a circus with a dash of professionalism. They yeah. just make them wear suits now backstage. Yeah, that's God. That's a shame. Let let them just be. The, let them wear their workout pants so everybody knows. Yeah. Like, oh, they're the weird carny folk. Yeah, let them let them be comfortable when they're not, you know, beating each other up in front of thousands. Well, we have an ongoing segment in this show that we have to address right off the bat because last week we took it off for our curtain Thanksgiving. Uh, the race to Rajiam continues. AJ Lee, a few weeks back, was fired or let go or resigned, a however you want to put it. professional woman. Oh, very professional. Yeah, very professional. Uh, strikingly so. Strikingly professional. You might ask how much and she might hit you in the face, but either way, wrong good to put it out there. Yeah, just might as well check it out. Uh, she is no longer Raw GM. She was, she was the most adorable Raw GM right behind William Regal. Also adorable. But very adorable. Pantsuit for him, mm-hmm. and they just call it a suit. <laughs> yeah. For her, they call it a pantsuit. It's, it's weird. English-American things. Yeah, she, but she looked great. Uh, they call it a pantsuit, trouser suit. Uh, <laughs> actually, what you know, honestly, listeners, <laughs> anyone in the UK, please tell us what you actually call it. <laughs> uh, so... She's been let go. Vicky Guerrero is taking pl- her place in the meantime as interim GM. 
But it's obvious that they're going to look for a permanent Raw GM after this. They need someone to fill those shoes. There is a cavity of culture in Raw. So you got to drill it and fill it. Drill it and fill it. Oh, man. God, that was was great. You just came up with the next promo for Raw for for six weeks of television. Oh, I was thinking of what I wanted to say to AJ next time I saw her. (laughs) Drill it and fill it? Yeah. I... The math involved with... Hey, I like to drill yous and fill yous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we found gold, everybody. Uh, hey, you were there with us, guys. Uh, so uh, the list of candidates that have come on our show so far as this platform to be Raw GM, because we, we put it out there. If you want to be Raw GM, come on our podcast and say you want to be Raw GM. Here is the list of candidates so far. Uh, Ray Mysterio, R-Truth, Paul the Giant. Say it like the Micro Machines guy. Oh, okay. Uh, Jack Swagger, Goldust, Joseph Parks, Roger Gordon, Feces, Jake Snake, Robert John, Lorna, Macho Man, Ray Savage, Joe Hebner, Iron Sheik, and Adam Man, Damn Sheiky Baby Baby. Wow. God, that's, that's blast hard. from the past. That was really good. That's hard. That guy talks good fast. He talks He talks fast, good, real good. Yeah. Joseph Parks. I like that guy. He's, hey, he's just a man. He's just, he's not a wrestler. No, he's just a man. If you listen to Impact every week, they'll tell you. And then he is not a wrestler. He is not a, he just wants justice. He is a man of the people just like you, except he's a lawyer, so he makes a lot of money, so he's not like you. Yeah. Wait, buy these shirts. Yeah, buy, does he have a t-shirt? Oh, that'd be. Uh, tell me Joseph Park has got a t-shirt. I don't know. I don't know. Oh my, like. Would you buy it? A Joseph Park wait, t-shirt? Wait, would you buy a Joseph Park tracksuit? Uh, does it have JP uh, like on the as a crest? Yeah, and it only comes in his size. Ah, that's really tempting. Like I think it would have to be a crest, and in one corner of the shield, it would have to be JP. The other corner would have to be his glasses next to Abyss's <laughs> mask because they're brothers, right? And then in the far in the lower corner is the deer stag, and then also in the top corner is the the two towers from uh, <laughs> from Game of Thrones. <laughs> That's what the that's what the uh, the park crest is. I see. I I was I wasn't fully uh fully aware of that, but that's good to know. Scott, what would it would I look all right in a in a larger man's tracksuit? I think no. I could pull it off. You'd look terrific. Hey, <laughs> Christmas isn't that early, pal. Thanks, I appreciate it. <laughs> uh, hey, we're being a little rude right now because oh. we have the next candidate is in the lobby right now. He's been waiting. I came in earlier. And when I saw him, I was blown away that he was here. And I like massive man. I shook his hand and I shook both. I was like six foot eight. He's very tall. He's very tall. And I offered him. I was like, do you want some cookies or anything? And you take your cookies. Uh, He didn't let me get them, but he said maybe later. Hey, well, hey, now is later. All right. Okay. let's uh, let's bring him in. Uh, All right. The the Steve, you do the intro. Okay, Uh, ladies and gentlemen, it is our honor to present Scott Hall. Hey, yo. Mr. Hall, thank you. Uh, it's good to see you again. Uh, welcome to the Curtain Jerk Studio. And uh, Scott Hall, it's just, I I know I said it earlier, but I'm just, I'm glad to see you up on your feet and doing well. And uh, I understand you're, uh, you are, you want to put throw your hat into the ring for Raw General Manager. I am the guy that is going to be Raw General Manager. I, I like that authority. Because I. Oh, I'm sorry. M. Scott Hall. Uh, yes, thank you. Uh, so, do you have any sort of campaign changes? Would you like to change anything around Raw? Or, I mean, listen up. Okay, Chico. <laughs> that's that's me. Thank you. Thank you. I will make it run smooth like the river flows because I am the honky talk man. 
Wait, I'm sorry, what? You You have trouble listening to the words that I say? It's crystal clear. Because I'm D'Lo Brown. <laughs> I, everything seems like on the up and up until the end of your sentences when you seem to disassociate with the fact that you're Scott Hall. I am a former leader of the NWO. Okay, right. That's you. And uh, a ratings uh, titan in the Monday Night Wars. Okay, all right. Because you're looking at me, the bad guy. Scotty Too Hotty. But wait a minute. I to, I'm sorry. I don't believe Scotty Too Hotty was the bad. That Scott Hall. You, you're Scott Hall. You're the, the razor's edge yeah. is going to put you down. Yes. For the one, two, three, because I'm Hooventude. <laughs> Hooventude Guerrero? Uh, uh, Scott Hall, um, maybe we could talk a little bit about policy change at, at Raw Gen- Like, as Raw General Manager... Where do you see the sh- the show going? Do you want to do it? Uh, It'll be exciting. Okay. You won't be able to not tune in uh, every Monday night. You're going to have to watch the baddest man that's ever walked into a ring. Okay. That's me, Goldberg. Oh, wait. <laughs> You're not. Hold on. Scott, are you okay? Are you? Are you doing- hey, yo. Scott Hall, are you? Hey, yo. Scott Hall. Hey, yo. Scott Hall, are you? Hey, yo. Scott Hall? Hey. Scott? Yo. Hall. Hey. Scott? Yo. Hall. Scott Hall, are you okay? I am the greatest that has ever been, and I'm flying like an eagle because I'm Tugboat. Wait a minute. Tugboat? That Scott Hall. Toothpick. Oh, God. Scott. Scott, he got me in the eye with a toothpick. Oh, that was awesome. Oh, my God. Oh. Did you see him? Yeah. Did you see him? I saw the whole interview. He was here, right? Yeah, he was here. Uh, where'd he go? That was tantalizing. It was good. I was surprised. He got out of here. He stole. He stole uh, the water bottle. The water bottle. Then the cooler. The the air. Oh, the the, uh, the sparklets. The sparklets. Yeah. He took the dispenser too. Yeah. Well, I, you're otherwise you're gonna spill. So he turned the whole thing upside down. He didn't spill a drop. God, that's the man's good with a drink in his hand. <laughs> I suppose he is. Uh, you know. Things in wrestling get a real, get a real, <laughs> get a from re- a time at a time. Sometimes they get a real bad rap. Uh, they're, they're real. They're, they're a real. Things, you know, there's elements of wrestling that are very real. Yeah, like, this is what Christian York had to say about TNA Gut Check, that it's real. It's really real? Oh, it is real, because here's what Christian York had to say is on it, the Gut wait, Check Wait, I'm experience. sorry. Is it damn real? Yes. Good God, yes. Uh, he said, they told me it's all a shoot. It's all real. It's not scripted stuff or anything like that. And we did that. We went from there. They did the prof- They did the profile thing with me. The and prophylactic the- thing with him. <laughs> yep. They've got to be safe. Yeah. Be safe. And uh, they did the match with Zima Ion, which was pretty wild. All day long, you don't know anything. It's just like a rehearsal type thing. Just stand in the ring and we'll go from there. It's all a shoot. They want raw emotion. Really? That's what he says. You know, they're doing some pretty interesting. Like, they have a very like cool experimental thing going on at Impact. I feel like they they've got the chops. They know it works, but they're trying trying different stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, hey, what's the verdict, Scott? Uh, the verdict is now I can't go in. Oh, because you you need lines. You need a script. I need. I am an actor. Okay. Uh, I studied at Saddleback 
college. <laughs> and I need a script. And I need motivation. I need the emotion told to me this is to true. know what to feel. Direction. But you take it and you run with it. You show the audience something they didn't know they, they could experience. Yeah, an eighth nipple. That is something a lot of people didn't think they could experience. No, seven or standard. Uh, Jesus Christ. That is just really horrid. Uh, so you don't think that you could do gut check. You think that you would, like, if you were just thrown into the fly like, thrown into I, a fly like that? I want it to be fake. I want it to be as fake as possible. And so you be- could work on your character voices and do, a, like, a mustache twirl? Yeah. And then pull off your mustache and shock everybody? Ha-ha! I told you I am not who I are. <laughs> See? I, I need lines. Yeah, I can't no. improvise this. I'll write you some stuff. Oh, I'll man. Some stuff. How's your Steve Sears uh, School of Acting going, by the way? You know, we're in a bit of a hiatus because the parking lot... Uh, that I would teach acting in was right. torn down so they could build another parking lot. <laughs> Why? They just wanted oh, to make holiday it, shopping. Yeah, huh? holiday shopping. Mm-hmm. So uh, a lot of my students, we'd go online and I send them scripts and then I have them type out their lines and send it back to me. And oh. then I give them notes. <laughs> use a different font. Yeah, please <laughs> use. I couldn't tell what voice you were using based on this font. Uh, another segment. Who, who's Christian York? I don't know. I was hoping you weren't going to ask me that. I asked you, and I said I didn't know either. Oh. So now you've exposed both of us. That's not knowing who Christian York is. Yeah, I don't know who he is. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Christian York, a man unknown to us, tells us tells it how it is. Yeah, it's real. real. It's real. He's so real, I can't pick him out of a crowd. No, that's re- that's reality, Scott. Mm-hmm. That's like the end of Dark Man. That's how real it is. Could Yeah, it could, it could, that could all be true. Rejected Touts is another segment we have that's on the show. It's very popular. With if the, you're a the new teens. listener... Yeah, if you're a new listener or if you're a listener of old and like, huh? I've listened for a long time. Or these sounds are incredible. I'm listening for the first time. Well, uh, the WWE- Listen to music. If you've if you've <laughs> never heard anything before, listen to music. It's really cool. It's emotion through sound. Yeah, the proclaimers. Ooh, they're 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 good. Yeah. Walk 500 miles. I echo in the bunnyman. If you imagine if you've been deaf your entire life and you heard music for the first time. That's what the show is, Scott. Every day we open people's hearts and minds. Well, we should because uh, we have all these rejected touts because the WWE play their touts that they have on their shows of wrestlers challenging other wrestlers or, or f- fans that are a bit on the frightening side, as, a, as you might say. But they always seem to have such a safe message, and it's like it's very sanitized for television. Well, right, because that's what they can play on television. We have all the leftover ones that they won't play. They send them to us, so we play all the leftovers. A lot of people have cell phones, and a lot of people have cameras on those cell phones, and a lot of people tout. It's dangerous. It's very dangerous. So uh, so here is a rejected tout. Ladies and gentlemen, I wasn't sure if you saw me right now. This is Mike Tanay. I'm in the bathroom at the Impact Arena, and I wanted to let you know they're out of toilet paper. <laughs> That's it. Holy crap, that was it. That was Mike Tanay out of toilet paper. And what? It's a shame that he had to cry out for help like that. I mean, it wasn't so much. A, it was a very informed message of SOS. Yeah, but he should sooner tweet his friends that might get a message to go <laughs> help him out. Instead of sending a tout to the WWE universe? Yeah, that's sad. If anything, it just seems like fodder that WWE would use against Impact. Oh, it's sad. It seems like that guy's out of touch. Uh, no, he's. I like that guy. He's got a good voice. He touted that he stranded in the bathroom with no toilet paper. He didn't say he was stranded. He just said that he was in an uncomfortable situation. A lot of people couldn't see the video. You could see he raised one eyebrow at the very end. Like, is this the end of Tanay? Well, he always wears As a cummerbund. I think we know what happened to that cummerbund that day. Hopefully it didn't dip. <laughs> uh, hey, are you excited for CM Punk versus Mick Foley? Am I? High five. 
Well, no, because it's not going to happen. Go what? fuck yourself. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, I'm serious. There's been a lot of rumors going around that uh, CM Punk and Mick Foley were going to have a match maybe as soon as TLC. No. <laughs> Wrong. Not going to happen. Because Knock Mick- it out. Stop it. <laughs> Don't even think about it. Go to your room. Eat nothing. Starve. Die there. We're Come gonna- back downstairs. Watch us eat. Go back upstairs. <laughs> watch your mother and I fuck. <laughs> and then <laughs> go back up to your room. Nine months later, you're going to meet your baby sister. Get, we're going to ask you for a name, and then when you name her, we're going to name her something else. Delilah. Yeah, we're not calling her pizza. Yeah, okay, that's good. Yeah, thanks. Uh, Mick Foley posted the following on Twitter, shooting down rumors that he is wrestling CM Punk. Mick Foley tweeted, regarding that rumor about me wrestling CM Punk, I might if I could, but I can't, so I won't. I like it. It's It's... I was bummed until you read that tweet. I had no idea that was what the situation is. Well, that's the situation. He's so, a smart guy. So Christmas didn't come early at all. The Christmas fact, has been canceled. Yeah, Christmas yeah. is canceled. Long live Hanukkah. When when was the time period for that match, Scott? Like 97, 98 for Mankind versus CM Punk? CM Punk now? What? I suppose. What? Like when would the when when would have been the best time to actually see Mick Foley versus CM Punk? Oh. Uh yesterday because that would have been a really fun day yeah that would have been great my like, tuesday wasn't so much fun it was okay and everything you mean but... in our backyard pay-per-view oh that had been so great you imagined a like a just a millionaire who had a birthday party was like yes i'd like the wwe champion cm punk <laughs> to face a 1996 era mankind and my nephew in a triple threat match <laughs> Yeah, this takes place in Yeah <laughs> Yeah <laughs> takes place in Abu Dhabi in the Emirates. <laughs> oh it will be on top of the world's tallest skyscraper. You know, now I have an incentive to make it as a comedian and have a lot of money. Yeah, you would have the craziest birthday parties. Oh I would. That being said, when I'd hire that guy's nephew immediately. Yeah, he's a great worker. Yeah a great worker. He really gets that he, crowd going. He does. Uh but I wanna know when would be the best time period for it. Uh, is Punk in his prime now? I I think so. Yeah. So when would like Foley at his craziest? Like not Japan days, right? I would. Uh, I guess yeah, like ninety seven, ninety eight. So like a, there, a ninety seven really starts hurting himself. Yeah, like a ninety seven full a ninety seven cactus jack is what we'd all want to see, and then uh, Punk now. And best case scenario is the time machine that took Mick Foley to the future. And instead of preventing his injuries, we just put him in a wrestling match at a pay-per-view. And best case scenario, you get uh, Mike Chioda from 2003. That's when he was really reffing, like, at his prime. Black rubber gloves. Oh, black, man. Black rubber gloves. Chioda really had it then. Yeah, he really did. Thank you. Thank you for entertaining that, Scott. Hey, you got it. Uh, speaking of entertaining that, Matt Hardy says the Hardy Boys reunion is likely to happen next year in WWE. So there you go. Oh. There's something that could happen. Yeah, that's... Uh, that, Not I'm a optimistic. no way about a, hmm, hey, how about that? Yeah, that's good. Can you, Hey, Scott, can you imagine them uh, maybe tagging against the Road Scholars? Perhaps the Mania? I can. Oh. Matt Hardy appeared on Passing the Torch Radio, promoting an upcoming public appearance. And Hardy was asked about the possibility of a Hardy Boys reunion in WWE next year. With him being a free agent and Jeff's contract with TNA expiring in February, Matt answers, uh, he said it was very likely. Hey, guys. Well, uh, Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy's here. You just shuffled in here. I also came in through a window. Uh, You're wearing slippers and uh, a hoodie and boxer shorts and sunglasses. 
Yeah, man, I'm in training. I didn't. You're in training? No, I'm in serious training. I didn't recognize you. I had no idea you guys recorded so early. Half of your face is painted. What? <laughs> it looks like you slept on it, too. It's all smeared. I, well, I just got up. I didn't know you guys recorded so early in the morning. It's 3.23 p.m. What? It's 3.23 p.m. Well, uh, good thing I got up, man, because I'm in training. I Well, you say you're a creature of the night, I suppose. So. Yeah, what? Matt. Are you brushing your teeth with your finger? Matt. Matt, I know you're in the lobby and you can hear this. Please, get, I can't answer these questions, man. Matt Hardy's here in the lobby? Matt Hardy is here. Matt, I know you can hear me. They, they oh, piped this uh, through the... Matt Hardy's here. I'm sorry. We don't have enough microphones to cover all this. Uh, uh, it's okay. I can I can step out. I, we have the Hardy Boys here, Scott. Let's let's talk to well, the Hardy Boys. so much boys. for be doing like journalism. Oh, hey, look, buddy. You're I'm good trying to this. turn this into something. It'll be something big, all right? This is this is the stuff that makes people... Hey, man, are you guys done or what? Hey. Hey, Matt. Jeff, it's good to see you, man. Matt, good to see you, too. Hey. How hey. you doing? I'm tired, man. I didn't know they recorded so early. Well, hey, man, it's the afternoon. you got to be ready. I'm, You're in training, right, man? I'm serious training. Here, have a grape. Oh, man. Mm. Mm. I love grapes. Man, I love grapes, too. This grape is so good. Okay. I bet I could I could peel the skin off this grape and then eat it, and then I could have another grape and then peel the skin off that grape and then eat the skin and then... All right, you mm. don't have to show up... The, on grapes, Jeff. And then I could, I bet I could eat, bite half this grape and eat it, and then use them both like green little eyeballs, and then it's just. Man, God, I why does everything got to be competition with you, Jeff? Man, I bet this grape. I bet if I if I wanted, if my dog didn't have any balls, I could put it in his ball sack as a temporary ball. I'm gonna tell Pappy on you. Wait, what? You making everything in competition again? You got to be better than me everything. I love grapes. Man, I love grapes. Man, me, Matt Hardy. Version grapes. Hey man, I didn't. It's not a competition. I just we wrestle together, and I wrestle, and people like me. Better. What? No, you, people. Love I like grapes way before you did. Pe Matt, Remember when we when I was seven and you were four? Yeah. Remember how much I love grapes then? Yeah. 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 Take it to your grave. Uh, you know what, man? Why don't you finish these grapes? All right, uh, this my these are you. my grapes. I got these from Piggly Wiggly. All right, fine. You take your Piggly Wiggly grapes, and I'll go back to training. And I, I oh, didn't. I hope you enjoy being the champ of a company again. Hey, come on, Matt. You could do it. Yeah, I had Lita once. Remember that? That didn't happen anymore. You know why? She like, she like Edge more than she like grapes. His name's Adam. No, uh. Yeah, his real name's Adam. Uh, uh. His yeah. name's Edge. Edge is he's changed his name. What's to your Edge. wrestling name? My name's a Jeff Hardy. Yeah, my name's a Matt Hardy. Well, I guess then we're the uh, Hardy Boys. Yeah, so the, no one else has another name. That's stupid. Edge's name is Edge. Stone Cold Steve Austin's name Stone Cold Steve Austin. It's real. It's how it works. And Sting's called Sting. Duh. What else would his name be? Scott. What a fucking scoop. We got both Hardy Boys on our show. Let's get him out of here. Hey, uh, guys, um, there's some grapes in the lobby. Yeah, man, I think I'll take some of those grapes. Yeah, I, I, I'm I, going to take the grapes first. All right, front flip, front flip, front, front flip, front flip. Front flip front sideways, sideways. Oh, man. Matt's bow-legged, so he can't do it like that. He does that weird little hop run. Like, you, Have you noticed when he runs, he sort of, like... He 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 lands on the edge of his knee, but he runs like you know when you when you decide like yeah I'm gonna lock my knees and run. That's what he runs like. He, like a cartoon. He does the sides out like a hobo with a broken. He's leg. got he's got he's bow legged. Really? Yeah. When he was in a Fear Factor, they do this thing where you had to go up these like a uh, 
it's taller step pillars like it was a weird you have to lunge up but he had no problem with it because his leg goes outwards and up wow so he's a freak <laughs> he's a freak um chris jericho is to host a new show called robot comp robot combat league for sci-fi these are the big robots <laughs> none of those pussy small robots yeah my, but they're not like gundam size or evangelion they're just really big yeah, there you go There's yeah a picture so, right there and he's what they're like his size so for like four nine <laughs> yep these are these are robots that are four nine but they, they got that hair five two yeah he's about five two like they're they look like iron man suits like they look like suits of armor and they have swords and shit on them and they fight each other are you gonna watch this show if this is available to you like you have access to it and you have the time are you going to watch this show am i channel surfing or am i getting going home to watch this show like you're fully aware the show is on and you have it let's say like a hulu setup a hulu i bet i would take a look one because i watched that we watched that jericho show when they drop shit off a building what was oh, that called? Yeah. Dropping shit off a building? Wipe out of your stuff. Or drop your shit uh, into a zone? Uh, yeah. They had, stuff like, zone. They had the prizes on a conveyor belt, yeah. and if you couldn't answer the questions, they would just wrote, just drop them off a building in downtown yes. L.A. Yes. And the worst part was were all the people in the street below just screaming, not understanding what was going <laughs> this on. This is Skid Row! Stop! Yeah. yeah. Uh, Chris Jericho was the host. Chris Jericho was the host of a game show. <laughs> Chris Jericho was the host of a game show, Scott. It was incredible. And, like, we watched because you want to see Chris Jericho uh, succeed in other things. Succeed and play nice. Like, even play nice. Like, it's funny. It's He's like James Bond. He was Bond. funny ripping on them. Yeah, he was like, it, James Bond is the only way I can really describe it. Because he was like James watching. James Bond? He, yeah, it's like watching Jericho play Philbin. It's like. Philbin? Regis? Yeah. It's, it's the Wait, old, what the hell are you talking Like, well, you went from James Bond to Regis Philbin. Hear me out. Hear me out. It's Have you seen Regis Philbin as James Bond? He's such a great wrestler, and he's been able to go through so many different character chains, but it's always been Jericho. And, like, we just got to see Jericho do the Regis Philbin or the Alex Trebek. Like, he hosted a game show, and he was awesome at it. Now he's going to host another show, but in a more sort of kick-ass, like, yeah, robot combat sports. True. I mean, it seems a little bit more up his alley, but it's like, that guy's awesome. That is cool. It is a very cool gig to have. I guess you can. You heard it here first. Chris Jericho is cool. Oh man, what a scoop! What a scoop! Uh, we have another rejected tout. We're gonna play here. So uh, here's a another rejected tout that the WWE will not play. Mm. Mm. My name's Carl. Mm. Big fan of Kane. Mm. Michael when he was a monster. Mm. Mm. He's from Hades. Some people call hell. I call it Hades. Mm. Mm. Like the cornhole AJ. Mm. Oh man, that one was. <laughs> I didn't think it was gonna go there. I didn't think so either. But that's why we put it on the air. That is. We had, to, we had you had to see the swerve. Like these touts. I think that that was so close to actually being on WWE programming. Totally. That guy Carl seemed on the up and up. Just a, a fan a, of A King. character talking about a popular character and mm-hmm. then just, man, graphic. No go. No go. Um, before we get to rejected touts, I uh, I have two things. That you I get to another out. rejected tout? I'm sorry? Oh, sorry. Uh, re- re- rejected jerk tweets. Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> 
These are the ones we're not going to read. Yeah. Uh-huh. We'll read all the, re- the the rejected jerk tweets and then not answer them. I am fucking up. It's this Dr. Pepper I'm drinking. Not a sponsor of the show. Not yet, but you are pepped, my friend. We're, you know what? Before we get to the jerk tweets, uh-huh. what do we got? Uh, two things I want to bring up. One was I am noticing more and more on Twitter uh, that we have a huge fan base in England. Yeah. I saw that we were having a, a, a fans in England before, but there's more and more and more from the UK. And something that I want to know, because I'm going to have some extra time in the holidays coming up here, is I want to know from the English fans, who are some English wrestlers that we need to know about? I'm not talking about your 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 Magnus or uh, your Regals, like the guys that have been exposed who to us in these, the American audience. Who are the kind of buzzworthy indie guys that are sort of... Yeah, who uh, the federations over there that like the English people talk about. It's like, oh, have you seen this guy? Oh, he really kicks some dingers. And then for us, we would say, so who should we keep an eye out for? <laughs> yeah. That's me doing an American accent. Yeah, you, you being Iron Man. Yeah. <laughs> Inside the suit. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm really curious to know. So uh, Facebook us or, or, or tweet us and let us know who are some uh, English wrestlers we need to watch or send us links on YouTube or something like that. So I, I, can I broaden this? I think if anyone, Oh yeah. If any English broads too, who are some hot English broads that we got to know about? (laughs) If we're, if we're expanding it to international, I think if you're any place outside, not Australia. Yeah. Australia. (sighs) You're on our bucket list. As soon as we arrive, bunch of prisoners. Hey, take it easy. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. The fatal shore (laughs) is a good book. It's very, it illuminates Australia's history. Great motion picture industry. 70s on. Is it? Yeah, fantastic. Oh, what, Mad Max? Yeah, you named the one Australian film you could think of. <laughs> That's all they got. <laughs> they had an explosion. Because they're in prison. No, they had an explosion. Oh, of Crocodile film. Dundee. Those are American productions, Scott. <laughs> it's an Australian. My point is, anyone living outside of the United States, if there's an indie federation in your country and you want to some, if there's somebody that's exciting and they think's interesting that's coming up, I'd say put it in there also. No, right, right now, but I'm favoring the yeah, English. Yeah, right people. now we'd like to hear about English, but I think I'd I'd be interested in, in on the international scale as well. All right, Mister International. Hey, uh, America, me, I'm Mister Uck. Yeah, Mister UK, <laughs> Mister Uck. Um, the other thing that I want to get to before we do jerk tweets is the boogeyman. One of my personal favorites of all time. No bullshit. Uh, you, I you love said, the boogeyman. You said favorite, but you meant to say hero. Oh, You're yeah. a, a personal hero of Scott's the boogeyman. I used to watch that. It was like the ABC Saturday morning, the, the kids cartoons, but it, it was like they took stories and animated them. It was the kid that ate worms. Oh, do you remember that? That sounds really familiar. Like it was a kid that got uh, picked on and it's like he got dared to eat a worm and he did. And then he just would eat them on a regular basis or he had to eat so many in so many days. No, he, uh, how to eat fried worms. Is that it? Yeah. Where he was yeah. dared. And then he after a while, he started eating worms all the time. And then he killed his family because they wanted him to stop. And then he ate the worms out of their bodies. Yeah. And he was coming to get ya. Coming to get ya. So. I always I'm the boogeyman. <laughs> <laughs> I always thought that was a fascinating story. And then when I grow up and I see a man who is given one of the strangest gimmicks on the planet. I wasn't an Undertaker guy as a kid because I'm like, anybody there's like, how do you go through an airport with, with that? A, with a hat that big? No, not just no, with, with a, a tie hat that, that wide. With it's, a suit with that <laughs> that little sleeves. It's like a, if it, if it couldn't imagine the, a guy going through the airport as who he was, it's just like then I don't I don't get. Like, I couldn't I'm not understand how his chauffeur could be so obese. <laughs> I get more obese. Yeah. Uh, 
But Boogeyman was a guy that's just like, this guy owns it. Like, this guy was given something weird. He's missing his teeth. This like, is that's your on big break. And he, Run with like, it. he ran past it and then set it on fire, set it, like, put out the fire, set it on fire again, and then ran past it again. He would eat worms, right? In the promos, or uh, he would like when he beat an opponent, he would then eat worms and then put worms in their mouth. Uh, oh, oh god, the guy was crazy! How like, did he, didn't he break an alarm clock? Yep. Oh, uh, when he comes out, he hits an alarm clock over his head, and then does like these shimmy gyrations and stuff. And he had a cane that like oozed out this uh the smoke. Man, he did so many things. Do you have a top fur. hat? No, not yet. No. But Boogeyman, he's on Twitter. I was so excited. Marty Wright is his name. Is uh, it's the, the Boogeyman's real name? But his Twitter handle is at Real Boogie. Real B O O G E Y. Follow the Boogeyman on Twitter. You this heard needs it here. to happen. He ha- he doesn't have as many Twitter followers as he should by any means. Nor do we, if I may throw that in there. Uh, <laughs> we're doing good. Bone to protrude. Yes. But tell him that uh, when you follow him on uh, on a uh, on Twitter, tell him Curtain Jerk sent you, and that he should be a guest on our podcast. I am a huge fan of the Boogeyman. I have so many questions for the Boogeyman. Love to have him on the show. And I admit, I would do a ton of research, so I would be able to talk to him. And I would gladly do that research with you. See, that's that's what we do here at Curtain Jerks. But the Boogeyman, show that man some love. He ate worms for your entertainment. This man gives it. So imagine him on our podcast. I like that enthusiasm. I like that, like, hey, this is your gimmick. Run with it. And taking it and just, like, this is my ball. I'm going to play. And just running. That is so cool. We've had John Morrison on the show, Heath Slater, Tommy Dreamer, J.J. Dillon, others as well. I'd love to add Boogeyman to that list of greats. I think that would be a great addition. A great addition. So... On to jerk tweets. Every week, send us your hashtag jerk tweets on twitter.com slash curtain jerks. Questions, thoughts, anything about the podcast or wrestling, and we'll answer it. We got a bunch this week. We don't have time for them all. I apologize for that, but we're gonna get to who we get to. And if keep them coming keep every them week, coming. you got a you got a better chance of getting on. Yeah, and th- we're we're grateful for the new ones we got, and we're grateful for the the listeners that uh, sent them previously to this. So uh, the first one we have here is at Steve Cardi ninety eight says, Sin Cara has his own comic book. Which wrestler would you give a comic book to, and why? Me, the Miz, cause he's awesome. That wasn't me, Scott. No, no, that no. That was me, Steve Cardi, ninety-eight. Yeah, that was Scott speaking as the jerk, uh, the jerk quote. He was quoting the jerk tweet. I would say me, Scott would say. <laughs> Scott Narva would say. I want a Rico comic book. Rico. Oh, the the wedding planner. Yeah, the hairdresser, wedding planner. Yeah. Manager. Also, another personal favorite of mine. Because uh, other stories of that aside for another day, Rico's one of the coolest fucking guys I've ever met. Really? A genuine like overly nice guy like great kisser awesome. too right oh god sensual <laughs> sensual you don't hear sensual Fuck, you fucking up. tickled the shit on my uvula <laughs> i think you mean uvula oh no uvula <laughs> uh i would like a rico comic book i'd like the comic book of his day-to-day like doing guys hair getting billy and chuck prepped and having so many things to do kind of like an archie set yeah, no like comic an archie book style. uh like a 
Betty and Veronica, I've got to get all these things done before and, the and big that dance. Art style, and like the wigging out, like a like little beads of sweat shooting out to the, the side the of his big, head. Uh, Betty boop eyes, and, and he's got like those big cool sideburns. And then you know, then at the wrestling matches, and then the wrestling matches are the uh, is like the smallest part of it. But then it's everything else outside of it. You know what? That would have a great spinoff for when he went in his super glam days. He would also be this galactic funk sort of space uh, a space traveler, space traveler. <laughs> Going around the world, change like, but instead of change doing do overs, makeovers for people's hair, it'd be entire races of aliens <laughs> and making them, you know. Let me pin back these tentacles for you. Make it fabulous. I uh, I thought. You? Uh, I wouldn't mind a sort of Scott Pilgrim esque uh, Daniel Bryan comic book. Ooh, where he was, what's what's he going for? Uh, I think it, it was. It's not as uh, as social as the sort of Archie Rico comic. It would be closer to. Him having to get a vegan meal, but then also actually strike that the action would be very like a manga inspired for manga. Yeah, the comic manga mangas for the comic books. Uh, they would be, it'd be a classic like wrestling comic book with Daniel oh. Bryan. I think it would be a really good fit. How I, how big is that beard in this comic book? Uh, depending on how angry it is, like it, it grows. It you know, like it changes it in anger? shape. Like it's oh, okay. it's very inconsistent. Nice. And then Kane will show up like Racer X every once in a while, and he, he won't have pupils. Like when you see Kane in the comic book, they'll just be white. Or And if you ever – like the first couple pages will be painted like the Akira comic right. or Ghost in the Shell. They do watercolors for the first couple pages, and then the rest is black and white. If you get Kane a Kane appearance in the first couple pages, all red. Behind him there's flames like in Darkman, and then his he doesn't have any pupils like Batman. Ooh, I like this. This is good. We need these comic books made. Quick. Chaos Comics in the 90s, who did Lady Death and Evil Ernie, did Undertaker, and they did Stone Cold comic books. And oh. it was weird because it's such a small production company to do like these big, super popular 90s wrestlers comic books. You know, we have a, a, a Twitter. Uh, I, I'm just reminded of this right now. There's uh, a, someone on Twitter that we uh uh, follow and uh, it was nice enough was with us as well. What the fuck am I saying? Nice enough with us as well? Hey, this Dr. Pepper can kiss my dick. <laughs> uh, Roslyn, I, I don't know if I'm saying this right. Rosalind Moreau or Marat, uh, at Rosalind 777, a, a plug for her. She does uh, all this own, her own artwork of, of many wrestling figures Heath Slater, Wade Barrett, Seamus. Yeah, she did. Uh, she did a comic with me in it. Uh, she It was the, based off of the zombie talk that we had with Heath Slater one time. We posted it on our, on our uh, Facebook. I'll, I'll repost it on there, but you should check out her stuff, her artwork. We'll, we'll, we'll give her a plug on Twitter as well. Um, but it's uh, I remember because it had the wrestlers in situations, which was exciting. Yeah. Like if the arena got flooded with zombies or yeah, and it was uh, I, I'm featured at the very end of it, which was super cool. It was like, oh, somebody drew me. Congratulations, Scott. Oh, thank you. But I want to see these comics in place, and who knows? Maybe if she hears about this, she'll want to draw these things. That's why I was very, very descriptive in my Daniel Bryan comic book. Seventy thirty cut. You heard it, Rosalind. <laughs> uh, at Shagmar says. What do you guys think about the Randy Orton versus Triple H feud in 2009? Did the match live up to the hype? Now, this is referring to WrestleMania 25, not the 25th anniversary of WrestleMania, because that is wrong, and that doesn't make any fucking sense, because it's not how anniversaries work. It can't be the 25th anniversary. Because? Because WrestleMania 1 is the very beginning. There wasn't like a... 
it started somewhere it's not, and then there's WrestleMania 1 which is a year later from something yeah like an anniversary an anniversary it, is number 2 really because the first one happened so WrestleMania 1 just occurs right we'll get to the question so in then a second, WrestleMania this is a, 2 is a year later that's the anniversary of WrestleMania that's the very first anniversary not so the 26th would really be the 25th anniversary yes I also think that these pig fuckers. If you do what, if you do an anniversary, if you do an event once a year, I hesitate to call it an anniversary because you'd have to be. If WrestleMania was every day for a year, then it would be the. Do you know what I mean? Like in terms of a wedding, it's not like we got married. I didn't see her for a year. That <laughs> we met on our anniversary. <laughs> Like, yes, there's something about it where it's only a once in a time event. You can say it's the 25th WrestleMania, which they do. You say anniversary, and it's like, is it? You don't really say 50 years. What of did wrestling. you get me? Yeah. Well, if you give me 65 dollars, I'll get you your gift. I mean, if you you could say a year of WrestleManias after there's been 356 of them. Sure. Yeah. Exactly. So so, so th- this match. This is not. Correct me, like, let me do the backstory so you can explain it to me. Okay. This is not after Orton won the championship from Benoit at SummerSlam, and then Triple H crossed him, and he This is part out. of the story, That yes, was part but of that it's, story? Not, it's not, like, in that immediacy. No. Yeah, where— That's, like, back then, in 2004. That's what I thought. This is—is is that this the culmination of yes. that? Yes. Okay, and it's at Mania. Yes. Wow. Uh, I like the beginning of it. The rest of it, to me, is a blur. I really love the story to it because I watched it again. I watched it yesterday. Uh, yesterday. Oh, uh, yes. Yes. Yesterday, yes. Um, I watched it yesterday and watched the hype to it, all the build up and all the package of promo. I'm like, this is amazing because it, it, it ends with uh, Orton took out the McMahons, all of them, and took out Triple H, and then they all come back on Raw facing against Legacy. So at first, it's Mr. McMahon. And then Shane comes out, and then Triple H, and then McMahon's taking off his jacket, and they're storming down, and it's got ACDC playing, and they're fucking kicking security guards' asses, and then beating up Legacy. It's like, yes, oh, that's a bloodbath. That's gonna, they're gonna kill him. And then the match starts. Or they, the, the WrestleMania match begins, and it's set up where if Triple H gets DQ'd, he loses the title, which he has. And it's like, this is a bloodbath. So Why they can't. They, they're cutting out the one like they they're under they're kneecapping it. Yeah. Like all you you want the rage match. I do. Yeah, yeah. You want the rage match. He's out for blood. Like he went after his family and a family we all know. It's like the biggest family in wrestling. That's against the rules. Now please stick to the rules when you guys are actually facing each other. Please do moves. Yeah. Please do moves. Put no. him in a headlock. Yeah. Headlock. And Rest they hit hold. their finishers right away in the match, which is very strange. Like they put, they take that element out right away. It's a very odd match. It doesn't make sense to me. Like I, I watched it five years later. Only seen it one time before. Watched it one time again, and it's such an odd match. It seems like the crowd isn't into it for a long time. It seems like they, so many things about it are so bizarre. So many choices. Story doesn't make sense to me. It just really doesn't click. Maybe, I don't get it. Maybe one of them had diarrhea. And they didn't want to go in the ring. And so they're like, hey. They, they wrestled for a long time. Take it easy. <laughs> uh, take it easy. Don't hit me with something hard. Yeah. I don't like it. I don't think it lived up to it. I it, it, I thought it stunk. I still don't like it. I, having heard this, I it sounds like it was a real weird occasion, but for such an amazing buildup. Yeah, a truly amazing buildup. Love the buildup. At Ace Rudy, uh, a new tweeter. Thank you, Ace Rudy. At Ace Rudy says... If the rumors of Austin returning are true, what would be the ideal way to bring him back into the ring? 
This one we talked about a lot because we were. This is interesting. We talk about this anyway because there's a lot of interesting stuff going on. Uh, the Twitter back and forth with Punk is really sort of exciting. It's mm-hmm. kind of like you're laying a little bit of groundwork there, and then uh, the Jr. Uh, moderated like promo video for WWE 13 where Punk does a sit down with Stone Cold. Yeah, and it's awesome. It's like a 10 minute back and forth. Yeah, and it's 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 tension filled, and they're always JR's just going, "All right, calm down, you sons of bitches." Yeah. Jesus, it's a beef jerky, you bastard. Get, get this chair behind you. But it was sort of they kept kind of going back. But of course, we're just talking about a video game, and it was this very sort of cool. It's like a poker game between cowboys. It was really cool to watch. Yeah, one of them was wearing shorts. Yeah, yeah. I wish he would clean up when he went out, you know, <laughs> especially when he's going to be on TV. And then, uh, well, how did you find the promo thing that you showed me, the Stone Cold thing? Because I on the internet, up on this is the found it on the internet. There's a a video that Stone Cold made, which someone filthy, very filthy, hilarious, like Stone Cold full tilt, full swears, both barrels, yeah, and it's him talking. Someone edited in pictures of CM Punk, and he's like, I thought it was about CM Punk. Yeah, it's like, you take toothpaste, you put it on this toothbrush, and you wash those gimmicks you call teeth. Yeah, those gimmicks in your mouth. Yeah, and he's just swearing, and I thought, when I found the video, I thought it was about CM Punk, but it turns out it was for a roast for... Uh, for Zach Wilde from Pantera, and I, because I, I, I wanted to see it again, and I found it, and it was from a video he'd made that got sent into the roast, and it was great. It was like, but the cool thing about it was that Stone Cold has the capability to just do something like that on a whim to make a cool video. And he could release something like that anytime you show a video like that, even as is with the CM Punk parts edited in, you beep, you bleep out all the swear words. People are still going to go crazy for it. Look for it online. And you still got a buzz. Like there's the re- people that were even, were even talking about it is sort of, that's how that buzz works. Like that's how you can get people back to the ring. I'd say you get him back in the ring with punk is beating everybody. Punk is doing all this stuff. And amongst the Raws and stuff like that, or shows up on SmackDown or shows up on another show just for the purpose of calling out Stone Cold Steve Austin and talking about what he has surpassed that he has done that Stone Cold hasn't. And just taking the time to do that because I'm the champ and I get TV time. Yeah. And every and I'm keeping you relevant. Stuff like that, like really bad digs. And then Stone Cold could show videos of him hunting uh, herbivores. Oh, like veggie eaters? And go like, hey, this thing doesn't eat meat. Because now CM Punk doesn't eat meat. He's, uh, according to his Blu-ray, which I watched. He's vegan now? Mm-hmm. Oh, all right. Uh, or vegetarian. Eh, this is something he doesn't eat meat. Or he goes like, that's straight edge. This thing don't drink beer. Yeah. <laughs> and then shoot it. Yeah. I think there's, we, we instinctually go to. Calling out animal for animal is what I say. That's good. That's good. Instinctually, it's we think punk and Austin because that's what I'd want to see. I couldn't. I don't see anybody. One don't drink beer. One do. Yeah, that's it's it books itself. (laughs) It books itself. At Chris Bickley five says, what are some of your favorite or memorable wrestling poses slash arm gestures of the past and present? Examples: Orton's arms out wide pose, Cesaro's jerky arms, (laughs) Kofi's boom 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 gesture, Brian's yes arm gesture. Uh, my favorites are again. This is not me. This is Chris Bickley Five's favorites. You, Scott Narver, enjoy these movements. Uh, uh, no, Chris Bickley Five's favorites are the primetime players dance, Bushwhackers arm thrust walk. <laughs> I love the way these are described. Almost well, like 160 they, characters. I know, but drive. You have to describe them literally. This is my favorite though, because I love that you have to describe it in order for me to know. It's like I, what, I how could I not know what this is? But to say to 
someone else to go and HBK's groin stretch with bicep flex. <laughs> well, how else could you describe it to anybody? Him posing. Uh, HBK, the HBK. Have pose? you seen the HBK pose? No, I haven't. What is it? Uh, well, he stretches out his groin. Uh, all right. No, I watched what this for he, a reason. Yeah, what is he doing with his hands? Uh, he's he's flexing his biceps. And what's happening with his groin again? Swells. <laughs> uh, I would say... Very, Chris, very, very good description. Very graphic. Uh, yeah. Uh, I've always been a fan of Macho Man's uh, stuff, like all the the fingers, the pinky, the, the you know, twirling the one finger and then the whole arm. Uh, everybody's done the Hogan's. Either when you're a kid or when you're growing up and no one's in the room that or you're in front of the mirror with you your shirt off. It's like, what does it look like when I'm asking people to get louder? And then you do the three poses, you know, the one, the football one, and then the arms come to the side and, and then the, you do the. It doesn't matter what shape you're in. If you do that, you, you feel a little like you, you always feel good. Because there's a there's a blur of like my body looks better. Yeah. Oh, it's gone. Yeah. Just for a second. So those, and then I, I do like the Hardys. The Hardys always came up with good ones, but I always thought like I keep thinking for wrestlers that they're gonna run out. Like there's no more hand or arm things to do. I remember it's well, all I, used up. You know what's funny? Cause I remember when I saw the Miz do his. I was like, what the? Like he does the two middle. Like yeah, it's like oh, you're running off yeah, fumes, man. Someone told you you need a hand gesture so they can do an icon, so they can sell some foam fingers of yeah. you. Like it's. That t- it's what people have to do when they're waiting in the corner for somebody to get up so they can do their special move or their finisher. I want to see a wrestler complain like, all the finger gestures are taken. There's nothing left. Can I do the middle finger? No. How That's about Stone if, what, what about if, what if I put my pinkies out and put my uh, thumbs together? That's a you know, retired one. That's thugonomics. Uh, so I can't do it? He's still got it? He can bring it back he, anytime he yeah, wants. Yeah, anytime he wants. Oh, great. Uh, okay, how about this? Uh, what about the Longhorns from Texas? You know, where you put your hands up and then you sort of get your your wrist real flaccid. Nope. Uh, JBL. Yeah. 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 They're, I I thought the exact same thing, Scott. I was like, they're going to run out of things that they can do with their bodies. That's so, not true. Somebody's going to do the bicycle in the air. What? Like they're going to get on their back and they put their legs up and then just go bicycle in the air. All right. My so what's fa- one of your favorites? My favorite is uh, Brock Lesnar sort of doing the jog in place because he's so big and it's, it's him like loosening up. Mm-hmm. But it's like, oh, man, that's freaky. Like, at any second, he could just start running. And then when he jumps up to the ring apron, that's, the like, the explosive force of – That's how you get in your car. That's that's how that's how he gets out of the pool. Yeah, that's how he gets out of the pool, and that's how you get in your car. Yeah, I, uh, I did not have a moonroof before. Now I do. <laughs> and a lot of concussions. Um, and at DaveBCW, another new tweeter. Thank you, Dave. At Dave BCW says, awesome show, guys. Thank you very much, Dave. Uh, Linda McMahon's second attempt at Senate in the toilet. Do you think WWE will drop the whole PG thing? Well, we don't have a lot of time left, but I mean, uh, look, uh, I think that it's all cyclical. I think that the kids, we grew up with uh, the product that we had, and it was pretty family oriented, even though it was much more... uh, there's blood and there's it was other more things. flexible. It's you more could, flexible. You could go darker faster, but you could come you could come back because you could have blood in the match and then you could have a real goofy guy match afterwards. And then it got really silly. And then it's like we all grew up and then we're 18 and 20 years old and we had money. And it's like, well, how do we pull those people back? Let's have it be crazy and what appeals to them. And at the time, it was you know it was the antihero. So 
I think these kids will grow up. It'll change. It won't be the same, uh, but it'll have to change. It will get. I think it'll get darker. So it'll be. It'll have to mature with the audience. Yeah. And the audience doesn't have to mature. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It'll just become more intricate, or it'll become more. It'll, of it'll something. pull in the masses of like, what's cool now? Which is typically violence. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it's stupid that we answer this. I mean, granted, it's a jerk tweet. And it's meant for us, but why don't we ask Vince? Let's give him a call. All right. Um, Again, we don't have a lot of time here, so we're gonna have to close out with this. Vince. Uh, yeah, I, it, I hope he doesn't. I hope he's not offended that it's. Oh, it's ringing. Good afternoon. Uh, how are you today, gentlemen? Oh, uh, Vince McMahon. Uh, Kendricks. Th- yeah, that's yes, us. I've figured out my caller ID. Oh, good. I can't imagine how you couldn't figure it out because it says stuff in the little text box. I don't program uh, the names in. I had uh, Linda do that for me. Oh, great. Um. Did any of our names come up, or just current terms? What, what are you saying? She says your name in the sack? What? No. She I, says my name in the sack. No, no I wasn't. She in, doesn't scream out anybody else's name. I wasn't. She in, doesn't yell Steve Sears gasoline. No, wait, wait. I wouldn't she doesn't say uh, the, the, the fat guy. What's the fat guy's name on there? Um, uh, but you know, I wouldn't. I would hate Brett. to I would hate she doesn't to say suppose. Brett. I would she hate to say Pudgy. He's on assignment. She doesn't yell he's, out, oh, oh, Pudgy. He's on assignment. Pudgy, lay it in he's me, Pudgy. Ass- no, he's on assignment. Oh, great. He's doing an article. say, oh, gasoline and Pudgy put it in me. Oh, come on. Uh, look, speaking of your wife, I'm hey. sorry. I'm sorry. I'm hey, sorry. back off, pal. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was a you ter- are You are stepping on uh, fire ground right now. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was, you are lighting a fuse. That was a gasoline. terrible transition. That was a terrible transition. I apologize. I apologize. What are you trying to say? Uh, since the change in her campaign. What the, why are you being so meek? All right. I'm sorry. Since, Sack up. Since your wife's uh, decimating loss in the Senate race. Is there hope for a change in the product? Uh, what do you mean? For WWE. You mean are there going to be new t-shirts? A change in the product? No. You want, oh, you want long sleeve. No, no, you God, long no. Sleeve no, shirts. no long sleeve long shirts. Long sleeve, all right. No long sleeve yes, shirts. Yes, yes, yes. We'll be all down the side no, of the sleeve. No and long sleeve shirts. And on the other side of the sleeve would be no, no, no. No. You cover your bases. No. Daniel Bryan fan? You a Daniel Bryan fan? I, I am a Daniel he Bryan doesn't eat a. He doesn't eat meat, you know that? Yes. I don't understand that. Are you going to sell White Castle cheeseburgers that are Daniel Bryan? That is a great idea. Well, come on. On WWE Shop, we are selling White Castle burgers with Daniel O'Brien beards on them. <laughs> Sounds delicious. All right. Uh, what I meant to say was, is the... Sack up. Uh, Sack up, gasoline. Is the rating for SmackDown and for Raw going to 7. change? 7.6. 7.6 rating on SmackDown. All right, Mr. McMahon, Mr. McMahon. Is there going to be a... Change in the rating in terms of guidance or for base for children. Is it going to be parental guidance PG or is it going to go back up to TV 14? Are you watching the program currently? Do you watch Raw and SmackDown and Main Event and all the other great WWE programs? Uh, on occasion. Oh, it's because you're not watching it with your parents. You're supposed to watch it with your parents. What? Parental guidance. Everyone needs to watch it with their parents. So that they'll be shot. So you're saying that if you watch it, or excuse me, ugh, are you drunk? I've. I, are you a drunkard? No, no, no. I had some of Scott's Dr Pepper. So. If you watch wrestling with your parents, they'll be so shocked that maybe you, it will seem like it's exciting again. Is that what you're saying? It is exciting when you watch it with your parent because you might get all scared. You might, you might go, "Oh no, John Cena and Dolph Ziggler are in a tiff." And then you go, well, "What happens?" And then they tackle each other in the bathroom, and then you just say to your parent. I'm not, I'm not uh, comfortable going into a men's bathroom all by myself anymore. So then your dad will take you in there, and then you feel safe. 
and then it's, your family's brought together, just like Linda and myself, the winner of the Senate. Wait, you guys didn't win. Well, go check the WWE app. I, I guess I will, but it's... Did you see the latest in the uh, in the XFL games? Are you What? Is there even scores going up for that? The Hitman are currently winning against the Las Vegas Outlaws. Oh, it's a sweep. It's a sweeper. Sweep. Well, well you know what, Devastator. Mr. McMahon, thank you. Ico Pro competition coming up. A what? Ico Pro. Oh, the bodybuilding? Yeah. Uh, well, there's Ico Pro competition, too. Who can make the best tasting Ico Pro shakes? And then... Oh, God. The, 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 the bodybuilding fair. Oh, yes. Yeah, there's big competition. Triple H has swept them all. So nothing's going to change. What are you talking about? Uh, you're you're going to continue on your road to success. I, everything I touch is success. Uh, you know what? Thank you very much for joining us, Mr. McMahon. You are you have your parent with you right now? Uh, they're they're in the lobby. They should be because otherwise you'd be too scared to talk to me. Hey, I sacked up a couple times. You did. Uh, congratulations to you. What about the pudgy one? Did he sack up? Uh, he's on. Assignment. I haven't heard a word. He's on assignment. Well, come on, sp- sack ups. He's on assignment. Sack up. You're yelling at a chair. Sack up. You're yelling at a chair. There's an empty chair. All right. Uh, thank you it's for been good to talk to you. It's, it's lonely here. I'm sorry. Hey, you know what? I'm sure you're traveling. You'll be backstage. You can see all the wrestlers. You talk to them. Maybe Pat Patterson. There's nothing to say anymore. What? Hey, how you been? Oh, I'm fine. How are you? I know. Yeah. Good, are uh, you saying you can't talk about anything? I, I'm running this, out of small talk. The same as, as wrestlers are running out of hand gestures? Dude, they are. There's no more hand gestures. <laughs> We're in a panic. There's a drought of hand we gestures. We need new writers. There's no more hand gestures left. Well, you know. What if, uh, uh, What if? okay, do this one, okay? Are you Are you brainstorming with I'm me? I'm brainstorming right with you right now. All gasoline. right, okay. All right. This is your one chance. Okay. Good job. All right. Put one of your fingers in your eye. Slowly? Slowly. Ah. Forefinger. Put the forefinger in your eye. Put your, put your pinky in your nose. All right. And put your thumb in your ear. Uh, okay. And go, who dare, who dare, who dare, who dare. Not you, gasoline. You're fired. Oh. I bet you did it. I did do it. You're fired. Thank you, Mr. McMahon. That was very clever. I can't believe you did it. I was. I can't believe it worked so well. Well, that I can't get you to do anything. I can't believe it made so much sense. It didn't make sense. <laughs> it did. I said, who dare? And not me. I got fired. Oh. Well, that is it for this episode of Curtain Jerks. We have a lot of things to give out. We have to thank Phil Ranta and the Comedy Podcast Network. Be sure to listen to other hilarious podcasts on Comedy Podcast Network, such as Sports, Sports, Sports Podcast and Come to Your Senses. Go to audibletrial.com slash network and get your free audio download. It's free. It's right there. Go get it. Have at it. Enjoy it. Yeah, it's, it's our gift to you for the holidays. Check out Friends of the Show, Wrestling a Show on Twitter and at Wrestling a Show on YouTube. Um, Wait, no, I said that backwards. Sorry, Wrestling a Show. Wrestling a Show is on Twitter at Wrestling a Show and YouTube.com slash Wrestling a Show. They do a very funny recap of the full week in wrestling. Uh, Also, check out Wrestling Memes on Facebook and on Twitter. They got a great new shirt for all the Heath Slater fans out there. that's available. There's a link on our Facebook page uh, saying Slater's got a slate. They got it. I love it. it. It's a great shirt. Uh, check us out, Curtain Jerks, on Facebook, YouTube, and on Twitter every week. Send us your hashtag jerk tweets. And we still want to see those jerk shirts. Yeah, we do. Yeah, your favorite wrestling shirt with you wearing it out in public, being a, a proud fan of professional wrestling. Do yourself a favor. Put your picture on the internet. <laughs> yeah, expose yourself. Expose yourself. Uh, listen to Curtain Jerks on ComedyPodcastNetwork.com, on Stitcher Radio, and on iTunes. It's all free. Free! We ain't charging you a dime. 
subscribe, rate, and review the podcast on iTunes. It helps us out so much. It's 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 a way of paying us back for giving you a free show. Hopefully, uh, you can do that. Tell your friends about Curtain Jerks. We thank you so much for listening, and uh, all our English fans and the international fans. All right, <laughs> please, thank you, Scott. Please let us know about uh, some of your favorite wrestlers that we Americans just don't know about, and educate us, Damian Sandow style. Yes, please do. So for Curtain Jerks, I'm Scott Narver. I'm Steve Sears. Have a kick-ass week. Receive this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit comedypodcastnetwork.com.